we are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett and with me I have Mike Roberts. Mike Roberts, yes, he is here. Before we get started, got three really good guests here for you guys to talk to, talk to, for me to talk to, and you guys <laughs> to listen to, and they all happen to be related, okay? But we'll get to them in a second. But first, please, please check out our social, our social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, and Facebook. I almost uh, always forget Facebook. You always put it at the end and you usually forget it. And um, the, at the handle, at Henrico CTE. That's at Henrico CTE. Also check out the website, HenricoCTE.com. Don't need the W's. We threw the W's away. <laughs> Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. Uh, the podcast is available on Google. Um, uh, oh, good grief. Uh, Anchor. <laughs> it's been so long since yeah, I know. It's that been, question. Yeah, it's, well, it's been a thir- <laughs> at least 30 days. No, the, uh, all of your major podcast venues we are um, going to be on. Uh, our host is Anchor, and uh, Google is and uh, Apple are probably the two biggest uh, places that people are coming to listen to us. All right. So and and an update. Uh-oh. Our international audience is got? growing. We finally we were expecting from Germany because we ho- we actually had one of our guests as, uh, was a German professor and right. he apparently has finally listened to his podcast because we've got a tag for getting a listen from Germany. All right, that is something special. That so is something special I think we're right up there. To nine or ten countries now. All right, Dr. Pierre Tulowitzki is who we yes. talked to. Um, he came and visited the program this past summer. If you're listening, Mr. Tulowitzki. Thank you so much for participating in our podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it. All right. But now to your feature presentation, okay? I got them all here, three of them, in the same spot, in the same room. The popcorn's ready. The popcorn's ready. <laughs> and they all three have the same last name, okay? Yes. <laughs> all three of them, and they're related, okay? So uh, I'm going to introduce you to the Wernoffs. One of the Wernoffs actually goes here to the Ace Center at Hermitage, and we are actually inside the building of the Ace Center at Hermitage, which is housed inside of Hermitage High School. But I'm going to give them a chance to introduce themselves um, right now, starting with the youngest Wernoff. So go ahead and introduce yourself, first and last name. And let's say for you what you're taking uh, this semester is that how you say it here? I'm, I'm stuck in college. This year, this year. It's let's a say year program, it's so. a year program. Yeah, let's see what, say what you're taking this year, and then we're going to go to the adult Wernoffs and uh, you know hear about their careers, you know what they're doing in their adult life, right? After the schooling is done. Okay, so take it away. Hi, my name is Spencer Werneth, and I go here to the A Center at Hermitage. I'm currently enrolled this year for the EMT program, and last year when I was a junior, I took the sports medicine program. All right. So, Bonnie Werneth? My name is Bonnie Werneth, as you just heard, and I am a medical scar specialist, and I work for doctors helping patients with scars to get rid of them, and I assist in the offices and in service in the rooms and in surgeries when needed. All right. And last but certainly not least, Mr. Sam Werneth. Hello, my name's Sam Werneth. And I'm a small business owner. My company is RTC Broadband, and it's good to be here. All right, good to have you. Glad to have you guys here on the campus of the Ace Center 
at Hermitage. I know it's not that exciting for Spencer because he had to be <laughs> here and here anyway because, you know, of the schooling and whatnot. Uh, but glad that you guys decided to come on out and uh, be on the podcast. First question, though. I heard some really, really interesting job titles. What was yours, Bonnie? It was a scar specialist. Mm-hmm. I work in the medical field when patients come in with burns, scars, or something from an injury, something from military. I'm able to use a technique that gets rid of scarring that is pain-free. After surgeries, if they've done more extensive recovery, I can also correct scars over a period of time, and it helps people get back into business and back into the world without focusing on their looks, but focus on their life. Where did uh, where did you start? I mean, did you start in high school wanting to be a nurse? or Actually, I wanted to be in medicine when I was younger because my grandmother was a nurse in Canada, and I lived up there for a few years, and she used to take me around. And because we started a clinic on the island, the closest hospital was three hours, I started to see how she takes care of people and what it did for people. It's a life changer. When I was younger, I had a scar on my face from a dog bite, and when that happened, I was more into wearing makeup than I wanted to 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 hide it you know sometimes you get things with kids and making fun of you I remember what that felt like so as I grew up I wanted to do something with that field so I went into that medical aesthetics was something I wanted to do but when I was younger my mom had some opportunities working in other things and my I had a little sister so I raised my little sister went from the time I was 14 So I didn't get to go to college, but what I did do was in high school, they had a program like this where you could go for childcare, and I became a kindergarten teacher so she could come to school with me. And over the years, I was able to stay a teacher, but I never lost that desire to work in medicine. And when I was 37 years old, I had an opportunity to work for a doctor. Even though I didn't have a lot of experience, I had heart. And after about two months, he said to me, you really need to go back to school and do this for a living, and I will pay for it. So we together found a school because I was working and I could not go to school full time. And I found a school that was a vocational adult school and they had the program that I needed to go back into medicine. So while I was at school at night and weekends and then during the day I worked for the doctor and he gave me the clinicals and the training hands-on and I did the schoolwork. And I love vocational school. Both of my educations, teaching and medical, I can use for the rest of my life and I'm a big believer in doing ACE centers and vocational schools. I think they're really important for kids and adults. That's awesome. Yeah, that's an amazing story right there. And uh, it just goes to show you guys, um, when someone sees you pushing your own car, there's more incentive for them to come and help you push as well. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? It was really nice for the doctor to see that drive and that heart that you guys had, that you had, and then uh, invest in it. Mm-hmm. All right, Sam, we're enough. your turn. You're an entrepreneur. I am. Small business owner. Yes, sir. How did you get there? And what is your business? Uh, I'm a lineman. I run telecommunication lines, fiber optics, and splice fiber optics and maintain it for a nationwide internet provider. And I have a business as usual contract to maintain their systems and build new in the state of Virginia. And it's been five years now I've been with this contract and uh, it's been an interesting field when I started out in high school, I took two years of Votech electronics. Then, uh, you know, we grew up in the Midwest, didn't have a lot of money. College wasn't really put into our thinking back then. The Votech definitely got me into that frame of mind of career. And then my dad, as I was not accomplishing much, 
when I was 20. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, seen an ad in the newspaper, said lineman wanted, will train, $4.50 an hour. And he said, that's a good job for you. My dad was, <laughs> my dad was a lineman uh, and worked for Small Bell back in the day before they were broken up into the baby bells. So he knew the industry very well, and he seen an opportunity for me to take that on as a career. And my Votech training, because I was building cable TV systems, which is really basic electronics with all their, elect all their amplifiers and taps and everything. So it gave me an advantage over the rest of my peers. They hired like 25 kids right out of high wow. school. But because of that educational background, you were able to get able to bring a little bit more to the table right. than they were able to bring. It helped me advance farther than just those that didn't have that training. So it, it, it shot me and gave me a good boost, and I was able to comprehend the, the system and how it worked much better because of my education in high school. And I've always believed to learn whatever I can and, and be diverse in my career path. Right, right. And, you know, in my upbringing, in that course, it taught me how to work. And that's the best thing about vo vocational training. It's hands-on. It teaches you how to, how to apply things and how to make things work. And it's proven very beneficial through the years. And uh, Going beyond the book sense. That's right. Yeah. So I was, I was 20 years just as an employee, and then I went out on my own 20 years ago. So I've been in the industry 40 years, and I've at where I'm wanting to be at and uh, be able to provide for my family and have a nice means to provide that with. All right. And so it seems like Dad did you did you a pretty good favor right there because put you in electronics and uh, now you're still there with yes, your sir. own business. Yes, sir. Even. All right. So now let's switch the focus to the youngest one in the room right now, Spencer. So talk to me a little bit about um, how you found out about the A-Center and what grabbed your attention. So the first... I'd ever really heard about the ACE Center was when I was in eighth grade. I went to Hunger Creek Middle School here in Reco County, and I had a lot of friends that were going to Glen Allen High School, which is the high school I go to now, that were older than me, and a lot of them would consistently talk about specifically the Sports Medicine Tech Center, because Glen Allen, a lot of kids from Glen Allen really are interested in the Sports Medicine Tech Center here. It's just always been one that everyone knows what it is, and so... That was like the very first I heard about it. I didn't know much detail about it, but that was the first I ever heard about it. And then my freshman year, I knew that every year, specifically uh, you, Rashawn, and the HVAC teacher. Mr. Rennick. Mr. Rennick, yes, that's his name. I always would, promoting everybody else's class. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Y'all would come to the school every year. My freshman year, I, I knew that y'all did come to the school, but it was, you, weren't, you had to be a 10th grader in order to go to the actual right actually go to the, the to presentation the and event, yeah. see what we got exactly and so that's like really when i knew what the ace center was what did you like most about the presentation i mean it sounded like you already had an idea sports medicine was grabbing you was something that you wanted to investigate and look at signing up for but what was i mean when you actually when we actually visited you in the 10th grade during the presentation what grabbed you about the the ace center and what it could possibly provide you really like what made me get set for the ACE Center really was that there were so, not only if I wanted to take sports medicine or barbering or cosmetology or any, any class, there were so many options that I could have chosen from. And in that presentation, y'all showed that like 
if you want to learn about a career field, it doesn't matter like if which one you want to choose specifically because there's so many options here at the school. Yeah, so that's different when, options. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's, and that's the, not just the one here at Hermes. There was also Highland Springs, A right. Center Highland Springs as well, with more options on that on top of it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's where I really had my mindset like, okay, I know I want to do the A Center because even if I go on, y'all provided a field trip in my 10th grade year as well to go to both schools, A Center, Hermitage, and Highland Springs. So I was like, I'm definitely going to the field trip to see like, what there is meet the teachers and everything and right. be at the like see the campus and what the atmosphere is like because f- for me the atmosphere is like everything because like Eglin Allen is the new, one of the newest schools in Henrico County so I just wanted to see how it reacted to like the different campuses and how it is related to Glen Allen and so I did take that field trip and it was like the coolest thing because when I specifically went here to the A Center at Hermitage that you have three classes you sign up with to, sh- to shadow and like which ones like you have the opportunity to go to. And I went to sports medicine because I was already very interested in that. And I was like thinking like, hey, this is going to be like a normal classroom like any other school. But no, we went all the way <laughs> in the back of the school to the field house where right. the football team is. And I was like, why is this classroom all the way by the football field? Well, sports medicine focuses on athletic training. And so sure enough, I meet my future teacher, Miss Bobby, who... Is is, awesome. Who is beloved in this <laughs> school? Everyone she, loves Miss Bobby. I'm telling she you, she is one of the most influential people that I, has ever been a part of my life. I love her so much, and she's just such an amazing role model and such a great mentor for me. And I've learned so many things, not just about sports medicine, athletic training, but just about life and how to handle things. This is like unbelievable. Just not just Miss Bobby too. There's all the administration here, all the teachers had the best attitude towards what they wanted to do. And so when I was there at the field trip in the field house, the atmosphere just really showed how it's not just a class by the book, but it's a class by putting things into, th- into the situation. Right. So, so putting things into action. Exactly. In other words, so right. when you're in that classroom, you're literally doing the hands-on activities in the atmosphere. You would be doing it as if you were doing it as your actual job in your career. So that was the really cool part about it is that if I were to do this in the future, it'd be the same setting. Right. This is exactly what you're beginning to. Spencer, we're about to take you on the road to recruit with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need you. We need you. We ya. need the kids to hear it from, uh, from you guys that, you know, we got good programs. Yeah, because Miss Bobby is very interactive. She's very, you know, just super energetic in her class. But that what she does go, goes to yeah. the other classes, it's too. I mean, they're reaching. Yeah, far all reaching. the classes are very much. They're all about getting the hands on. Of course, there's book time, but there's not as like you would in a normal classroom. It's about getting you out into the lab, getting you out into the field and actually learning it ha- firsthand. I've got an incident on that. OK. Spencer, in his first week last year, <laughs> just introduced to sports medicine and Miss Bobby. And he was taking the bus back to Glen Allen. And a young student, when he got on the bus, had a seizure. Oh, wow. And what? Spencer was right behind him and seen him go into this seizure. And, you know, he didn't quite know what to do, but he stuck his head out the door of the bus and yelled for help very loudly. And Miss Bobby was the one that came at a full sprint <laughs> oh, yeah. to the bus and helped this young man recover. And it just first-hand experience of the heart for their students and she, I don't know if she knew this gentleman but 
how to handle a situation on the spot like that. And it was very life-changing for Spencer because that's exactly what he wants to do. That can definitely put an impression on somebody, you know, seeing something like that. That's great. So Mm -hmm. you remember that moment, Spencer, obviously. So how how did you feel after something like that? Yeah, I do remember that specifically. It was actually the first day, not just the first week, the very first day. Wow. It was just like, yeah, just already feeding off her energy and like what's going on for the whole day. And then I get on the bus and this kid's in front of me and he goes to sit down and he and he starts having his seizure, but he, he didn't fall on the ground, so he fell on the seat having the seizure, and I knew exactly what was going on. So I ran out the door like my dad said, and I yelled for help. And it's just really cool to see how not only going through that enthusiasm, what goes on in the class settings, it's outside of the classroom, and how she... I couldn't elaborate. It was real life. Like, exactly. These things it was can real actually life. be applied. Yeah, right. exactly. And full sprint. <laughs> and, <laughs> I believe it. Yes. I believe it. It's not the first she was story going, I've heard like And this. she's a small woman, too. So yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was moving for a small woman. And just seeing that situation, I knew firsthand in that situation from Miss Bobby that that could be me in the future. That could be what I want to do, not just like as a career, obviously, but just as a person, how influential it is to want to go down that path. Right. It was like such an eye-opening experience because like at the time like I didn't know what to do the kid was having a seizure I didn't know what to do but now going through that like especially after going through the whole course last year I know how to handle those situations just from the course not Mm -hmm. even being certified in the field but having the ability to do those kinds of things and and help people is just like amazing for me to think and what I want to do. Sounds a lot like your mom's story, you know. It does. Having that desire before you even able to practice, having that desire wanting to help people like that. That's amazing. Right. Can I chime in on that? Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, I will tell you this. Um, When Spencer was 12 and 13, I started to see a side to him like I've not really seen in other kids. And remember, I was a teacher first. And being in medicine, you start to recognize this ability of kids wanting to give constantly. He was always concerned about people's hearts. Are you okay? If I didn't feel good, he'd go get me something. And that's not really something that just everybody has. They have their own long suits and abilities, which are great. And everyone's going to have them, whether it's animals or pets or people. But to see that at his age, so I shared with him about I went through school because I couldn't go to college because I had to take care of my sisters because that was a priority for me. And I loved her and wanted to help my mom and dad. And when that happened, it changed my life to see that. And what I saw in him was the same desire my sister had when she was little. She's 14 years younger than me. She wanted to be a teacher by seeing me be a teacher at the vocational school and later did go to vocational school and became a teacher. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> well, more stories. More <laughs> but what I mean by that is one of the greatest things that I saw in Spencer was this is not just a small thing. So starting to build those seeds when they're young is really important and start to bring out those long suits in your kids. And then having these courses in these schools, the funny part was I didn't know the ACE Center existed. So when I started talking to him about that, he was in 12 and 13, he was still in middle school. He said, I think they have something like that called the ACE Center. Awesome. So I kept promoting him to look into it because he loves sports and I wanted him to do the things he loved playing, baseball and other things. But I wanted him to look at his future and not just what's right in front of you. And I knew that what it did for me for my future and later for medicine is amazing that I could even do that but I saw it in him and I knew I wasn't wrong all right so Spencer EMT this year so what what motivated you to come back just get more into 
the idea of why did you choose to return? Obviously, you had a great experience with sports medicine, but just expand on that idea of what made you want to come back and now experience EMT. Yeah, so there were several, several reasons why I wanted to come back to do EMT. Main thing for school-wise, EMT is probably one of the more closest related programs to sports medicine because then again, you're taking care of people, health care related. But looking into it, in sports medicine, focus on athletic training, you're helping pe- people, like, and we focus on athletes specifically in the class, but just people in general, assessing an injury or some sort of disability that happened and rehabilitating someone back to their full potential. Right. Especially in regards to physical therapy, and we reach on some parts of that in the class as well, and not just athletic training, but physical therapy as well. And so then I was thinking about EMT, was like, so if I already have the rehabilitation part side of healthcare down, if I do EMT, that's the first responding. Oh yeah. So when I think about that, like I can get the complete picture of caring for people and the initial rea- in, as an EMT working with paramedics, being there firsthand in the, in the situation, in the heat of the moment, and then also having the ability to go and do the rehabilitation side. So in my mind, I was like, that's double that, equipped. Exactly. Yeah. Like that was the thing in regards to the class that was like, wow, I just have a huge opportunity here to learn these two types of skills just in high school. And I was like, I have to do EMT. I could have, like, my main two choices this year would have either been EMT or the nursing program. Right. Okay. But that's what, uh, that's what really the, drove you towards to EMT. EMT. Exactly. Well, and the best thing about that is, is he gets the certifications in the oh, yeah. course right. that Absolutely. he can go right out into the career and be certified in all these things. Exactly. That's awesome. It's what what are you thinking about um, once you complete high school? What's your where do you th- where do you see yourself going? Well, my overall main goals, I want to get my masters in athletic training. Either there's I had there's so many options. That was like one of the cool things about the the center last year is that they showed us like how to reach our goals for our career. And so based off of last year, my main overall goal, I want to be a certified athletic trainer and then possibly go into my physician's assistant degree which is another master's on top of that so being the full position is a pa slash atc which is certified physician assistant athletic trainer so uh, hear hear that parents he's going to college (laughs) even though he went to the a center the two things do not have to be separate (laughs) yes exactly we emphasize that so much and, and in fact a lot of the colleges are looking for some of the things that we offer that the kids get when they come through the A Center and move on. They've already gone to through. They've already gone through the hard work of getting started, and then showing that they have a desire to do these things. They've already practiced it, and so in a lot of cases, that's more important to them. You know, when it comes to making a decision, are we going to allow this person to come to our school? Absolutely. And parents, Mr. and Mrs. Werner, Bonnie and Sam, how have you guys seen Spencer grow from your perspective since being involved in the A Center uh, at Hermitage? Well, like he just showed, he has vision, and he sees a broad spectrum of not just sports medicine, but if you hit an obstacle in your schooling, there's other alternatives. There's other avenues to go and how to continue in your education, and it was very highly promoted. So his broad spectrum and understanding of how to reach his goals and that if your goals change, there's still other options in that field from what he learned from the ACE Center. And that's the biggest thing is the broad variety of things they expose the students to, different careers, 
that he, he just had much more confidence in what he was doing and that he could succeed. This is to the parents out there hearing this. Your child doesn't always know what they want to do, and I like the ability to save two years or four years of college before they figure it out, and the A-Centers help that. They really help you decide what you maybe don't want to do, and then they have other things you can do, and I love that you can do that here. I wanted to go to college, and I would have liked to, but life didn't give me that option, and I love the ability that kids have to go to college, but... I think it is important not to invest all this money into a four-year college before their hearts know what they want to do, especially parents. That's a lot. A lot of time, a lot of the teachers teaching to kids that maybe don't love it. So helping your kids make these decisions and the fact that his school offered him actually helped us help him make decisions too because we really didn't know how to help him that way. And the school opened it up so when he came home, he could clarify. And then together as a family, we made those decisions. And he has plans for college. He has plans how to do it debt-free. He has plans to do some other things. And it is free to come to this school. If I was younger, if they had an adult program here, I would be in it again for medicine just to catch up with today's medicine. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, so, I, think, I think that's the, the big thing to point out. And it, it's, well, maybe not the biggest thing, but one of the perks is, that is it's part of Henrico County Public Schools, which makes it, you know, free access. Now, you might have to pay for maybe some materials, right. just lab fees, things you stuff, need, yeah. lab fees and things like that. But for the most part, we're footing the bill right here. We're footing the bill for you guys to get we that early a, education and exposure. We have an, a, an adult. <laughs> we do. Practical nursing <laughs> I class. I was about to say that, too. I we will actually be do. getting those papers. <laughs> <laughs> You can actually find that on www. Well, see, this is why I cut the W's out because yep. it's too confusing for me. Henricocte.com, right, and you can find more information well, I will tell you, I will on that. that. Yeah. I check will. it out. Check it out. And uh, Spencer, you're also in something called PAC, the Principal's Action Committee. I hope I got that right. Yes, you did. So, what exactly is that? So, PAC is a program run by Miss Osbrooks, who is the principal here at the A Center. She is the overseer of that program. It, what it is, pretty much, it is. A select number of students, one students or one or two students from each program here at the school. And we're pretty much the, the student board that pretty much plans and organizes the events and activities that go around here at the A Center. And not only planning those activities, but letting people know what the A Center is and what we're about and, and doing it as the student's perspective. So you guys are basically like the outreach team to... Not only the kids here, but the kids who might be interested in the A Center. Exactly, and the parents as well, because we oh, do. Okay. We do. A, we have done a few things in the community as well. Um, I remember last year we did something called Tech the Halls, which is a event that we do. It was my first year last year. I didn't know how many years we've done it beforehand, but we run that event. That's mm-hmm. what pack we plan that whole thing. We also do a big Spirit Week and. Tech the Halls was pretty much a big thing for the holiday season for It's just parents. basically a carnival, right? Pretty mm-hmm. much. and Inside of Hermitage. Exactly. And it involves all the different centers working together to make that happen. And I remember that specifically <laughs> cosmetology <laughs> had their own little, not uh, barbering had their own little station. And they would take little girls or guys with long hair and they would do their hair in certain designs and make it towards that kind of carnival setting so that was uh, back, back then i had pretty long hair and oh, so they actually did they do you up right they did, they did me they gave me two little little french braided cornrows on either side of my head and so that was that was one thing i specifically remember and it was really cool there was a petting zoo with the veterinary science uh center which was really cool that the kids loved going to that was the big thing too everyone would be like how are we getting to the petting zoo and everything for for 
the vet school, and it was it was really cool. Yeah, they had like a, a miniature pony in that mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. vet science class. Well, somebody year. should have taken a picture because I didn't see that <laughs> when I was posting pictures of the event last year. Well, yeah. Speaking of posting pictures, we have all the pictures uh, of anything that goes on, or try to get all the pictures of anything that goes on at Enrico CTE dot uh, com and on our social media twitter instagram facebook and also youtube did i mention youtube earlier i might have forgot to mention but might that's at the henrico have. that's at the handle henrico cte all right guys we need to wind the show down but i want to ask two more questions to the parents why do you think cte you know outside of a centers goes so what we have cte career and technical education encompasses everything um, including the A Center, and then we have some courses outside of the A Center that are considered CTE courses. You know, like your culinary arts courses, your business courses. So, why is CTE important to the community as a whole? Why are these classes important? Well, we love the CTE Center. It's fabulous, um, and it is important for a community because it gives students an oppor- opportunity and an avenue and a pathway to pursue. And it gives many options to know what's available. And that's a big deal right there. That's why it's important. Uh, The how-to is when you get involved. (laughs) Because this is a how-to center. And I really like that about it. And uh, then they can enjoy their life living that career. So that's why I love it. One of the things I noticed was the first time we really came to anything that was really big here was that carnival. And when I walked in, I had no idea that they had all the different tables set up of what they had available. And the kids were already involved. They were already sharing what they're doing. And also the heart behind everybody here. They were so excited about it. The kids are excited. Our kids need to be stimulated with excitement other than something in front of their TV, something in their hands. And they get the social skills here. One of the great things about the ACE Center is these kids became family to each other. He would come home and he would know each of these kids. When I would see them and they met us. That's beautiful. Right hey, Miss W. Hey, Bonnie. And, <laughs> and I love that support for him. I love that he got out of sitting in front of a game and doing other things, which is fun for a point. But what do you do if you can't get outside? And it is a different generation and I loved seeing where this next generation is going and I know the ACE Center is behind it and it's not just the ACE Center it's the programs the teachers their heart is what I had going to school and I love seeing that schools are getting that again that you're not just a student you're part of the school and you're a part of it because you're actually doing something to support it we need her recruiting too can we bring We clear your schedule. <laughs> That's right. Because we might need you coming this October. You had something else to add there? I just know that when we did the parent-teacher meeting before school started last year, we just looked at each other and said, well, this is a godsend. Mm-hmm. This is perfect for our son. And he illuminated in his understanding and enthusiasm. And we were so excited for him. It's not just Ms. Bobby, but I can tell you, when we got done, we didn't have to stay anything. We were ready to say, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> and she said to us, your parents, to him, your parents are not responsible for fundraising. That's all you kids. You got, you, 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 you're responsible, you're responsible. We're just smiling. We're like, why did we even come here? I love this. And that's something that we really had on our hearts because he's a young senior. He's a year younger than everyone else because he started school earlier. And being a young senior, you're not always prepared. But these teachers, when they're teaching, this is not a teacher. This is someone who is presenting a program and a future for you. And if you want it, and your kids need to learn how to want it, then this is a place. And yes, I will come around and talk to any parents interested. <laughs> because I truly love it, and I'm thankful for it. All right, well, thank you guys so much for joining us here. And Spencer, 
one more question for you. What would you say about say to any students that might be skeptical about maybe participating in the A Center? Well, one thing that I can add on to it is that in regards to the learning here at the center, it's not, like we said before, it's not just reading a textbook and doing a test and a quiz every week. This is you actively participating in the program and doing it hands-on. And with that, I constantly became excited to come here to the A Center. I remember this week specifically, I'm on day two of the scheduling process. So the first day I was at Glen Allen, obviously I'm excited to go back to school for the first day. And then the second day came, I was like, man, I'm just like so amped up. Because <laughs> you get to be here to the come. whole day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, after you get warmed up into it, it becomes so exciting. And not only just the excitement part comes to it, but I really created a family with my center. Like that's good. Some of the kids in my center from last year, I'm closer to them than most of the kids I know at Glen Allen High School. And they're all from different schools. Exactly, all over the county, all nine high schools. And that was the big thing. The number one thing that made me want to come back is the atmosphere, the teachers, the administration, Miss Osworth, Miss Bishop, Mr. Hurley, everyone. Just, just an amazing atmosphere. And not only do you do the classes, you have so many opportunities to do extracurricular things. I did a program called HOSA, which is the Health Occupation Students of America. That's pretty much mathletes, but for medicine. (laughs) And it is such an amazing thing to do. It's a lot of work and a lot of fundraising, but it was worth it. Last year, I... What's work if you're passionate about it, (laughs) Exactly. And so last year, I competed in the sports medicine competition. I placed first in the state. And my classmate who did sports medicine along with me we got the top two places in the state and i'll tell you what when we go to ahosa we go to win and that was the 13th year in a row we placed the top two spots in the state and that and that's what miss bobby tells us when we go we go to win because bring that championship home exactly guys. it right was back to hermit it was amazing we went to internationals in orlando in june i placed top 25 in the world canada uh china and a few other caribbean countries were there and 11,000 people at that, by the way, in Orlando, all over the country, all over the world. Doing the same thing exactly. That you were doing. It was unbelievable experience. And that's another thing is that there's so many more opportunities like HOSA, not just HOSA, but other activities within the school that you can do. So it's not just the school, guys, for you kids listening my age it's <laughs> it's, it def- it's a school where you where you get hands on really get hands exactly on. and it's really amazing yeah, really quick gotta let your mom say something i will let you know parents that um our son did get some scholarship money out of that <laughs> uh, that's a great thing and those colleges are paying attention because now they're contacting us that's awesome they oh wow and that's awesome us. that and is I mean, good community great. college for, and colleges some of the top ones here are contacting us now so we're paying attention that is a beautiful thing and that's what we like to hear uh, here on our end uh on the cte and on the employee end of the county and that you know what we're doing is working that we are making these kids dreams come true to a certain extent and putting them on the right path time now to bring the show to a close this has actually probably been 
the longest show we had. No way. But that's because. There's so much good stuff. Dude, though. it was so much good content. I couldn't bring it to a close. I just kept hearing the good stuff. I said, you know I what? I was so worried you were just going to cut them off. No, I can't. I can't, Mike. I can't. When it's this good, you can't cut them off. I hold on, let, not, let you hit the button. <laughs> we got to 25 minutes, and I was like, you know what? We can go on maybe, you know, a couple <laughs> yeah. more minutes. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. But I want to thank you guys so much for joining us here on uh, Henrico CTE Now. Um, please check out our social media Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and the website. Uh, the website, HenricoCTE.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that at uh, the handle HenricoCTE. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. Find it on our host, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Google, and many, many more avenues all you right. can listen to podcasts. We got you covered, guys, so no excuse. Plenty of ways to listen. So listen, get this good information, and maybe we can help uh, your kids out or maybe someone you know kids out or children trying to help them all find out what they want to do and it's it's really hard to do when you're so young so we want to give them as much exposure as possible so they have a lot of things to think about before they move on into the world okay and we're going to be recruiting in about a month we'll yeah. be back out we're back so out there recruiting 10th graders green there shirts in the wind out there recruiting you wear these lime green shirts guys you can't miss us when we wear them and uh that's probably Spencer, I pro- you probably remember the, the lime green shirts. I don't know if we were wearing them back then. We probably yeah, he, he's, he's not in his head, guys. You can't see it, but he's not in his head. <laughs> they don't forget the lime green shirts, okay? Uh, uh, Got to bring it to a close. I'm Rashawn Garnett. Uh, for Mike Roberts, for Spencer Werner, for Bonnie Werner, and Sam Werner, I'm Rashawn Garnett. Thank you guys so much for listening here on Henrico CTE Now. So long, guys. Until next time.